Hello, fellow Rebel Capitals. Hope you're well. So big moves in the dollar today. And this has huge ramifications for the global economy. Let's start by going over to one of my favorite podcasts. This is Macro Voices in a recent interview with Luke Groman, one of my good buddies. And Luke is usually very, uh, or at least long-term, dollar bearish. But he's uh, he's smart enough to recognize that the dollar going up recently could cause huge impacts on collateral, the treasury market, and it could increase interest rates, which in and of itself has a lot of knock-on effects. Like Luke's one of the smartest guys out there, and he gives some incredible insights on the recent, on the most recent version most recent episode, excuse me, of Macro Voices. So let's go over and check it out. Just a small clip here, and you guys will get what he's talking about. And then we're going to look at the dollar's move today, these huge moves through the lens of what Luke is talking about with treasury yields. Most of which is longer duration treasury. So as the dollar rises, their cost of of servicing offshore dollar debt rises they need to sell something to defend their currency, to raise dollars, to service dollar debt. Uh, and so what do they sell? They sell what they can, not necessarily what they want to. They sell treasuries. I mean, this is something that I talk about all the time. Uh, Brent talks about this a lot as well, is when you see these foreign entities selling their treasuries, it's usually not from a, a position of strength. It's from a position of weakness. It's not that they want to sell the treasuries. It's that they have to. They don't have a choice. So that adds to what is already a very problematic supply demand dynamic in terms of the U.S. running a two point, you know, trailing 12 month deficit is about eight and a half percent, just short of eight and a half percent of GDP. Every tick higher in the dollar increases treasury supplies. Then as the dollar goes high. So what happens is the he's talking about the budget deficit, of the United States or them refilling the TGA, whatever. The bottom line is you have this tsunami of supply coming online. It's, it could be impacting, uh, or it's definitely impacting it, but it could be increasing interest rates, especially at the long end of the curve, while at the same time you have all of this additional supply coming as a result of all these foreign entities selling their treasuries because they have to, because they need the dollars. So as the dollar goes up, you get this doom loop where the treasury yields go up, which therefore increase, which, uh, so let me back up here. So you have this doom loop where the dollar going up forces entities to sell treasuries to get those dollars. And that forces interest rates even higher on those treasuries. And that in turn uh, makes the dollar to a certain degree go higher because that reduces global liquidity. And therefore that makes these entities sell more dollars, and that could even prompt the United States government to issue more and more and more treasuries because the deficits explode higher because the global economy is slowing down. This is kind of this uh, feedback loop that Luke articulates in this episode of Macro Voices. I cannot suggest listening to this enough. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals 
such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. So now let's go over to the moves that we have seen in the dollar just today. I mean, this is really, it's unbelievable how much the dollar has come down. And for you guys that are, uh, you watch the Rebel Capitals channel quite frequently, you know that over the last couple of weeks, we've talked about how the dollar has gone up and up and up and how it went through a very important resistance level. Well, I'm not, you know, a technical expert by any stretch, but I do know that when you actually let me zoom out because this is a one day chart. Let's go back to a five year. And we see that this uh, resistance level that we broke through was right about 105. Is actually right around where we are right now, right around 105.6. That was the resistance level. So we see this resistance level right around 105.6 or so. And we broke through that just the other day. And that was big because I said if we break through that, and you can see that right here, going up to 106.5, uh, even getting over 107 on the DXY. And if we stayed above that resistance level at 105.6 for some time, that would lead you to believe that the next move higher could be all the way up to 112 or 113, which is the next level of resistance. But when you break through that resistance, now all of a sudden that ceiling becomes a floor. So what we're going to have to watch very, very closely is how the dollar responds when it gets back down to this 105.6 resistance level, and does it go through or does it bounce? And if it bounces and then continues higher, then we've got a real big problem on our hands because that would increase the probabilities of it going to 112 and even worse, going up to the next line in the sand, which would be 120. And my view is once we get into the 120 range, that's when we start hearing discussions of a Plaza Accord 2.0. Now, there's a lot of stuff that to be concerned with right now, but this is actually some fantastic news that the dollar is going down. And if we go back down past that level and stay there, let's say we go down to 104.5 and it stays under that 105.6 for the next three or four weeks, which then the probabilities shift to the dollar actually going a bit lower. That would be fantastic. That would be incredible because then it would reverse what Luke is saying. You see, if the dollar is going back down, then it eases the pressure on these foreign entities to have to sell those treasuries, which is adding to the massive amount of supply that we're getting from the government. So if you reduce that supply, you would assume that the prices would go up. Therefore, interest rates would do what? They would go back down, which would give everyone, including the United States economy, a huge breather. 
And I did a whiteboard video this morning talking about how October, we usually have these huge stock market crashes, 1987, 1929. And when you look at the factors that contributed to the stock market crash of 1987, as an example, one of them was interest rates going up massively on the 10-year treasury, exactly what we have seen this year. And if you lay over a chart of the NASDAQ, as an example, relative to the Dow in 1987, they look almost identical when you look at 1987 compared to 2023. And the, the, the main similarity there is that you had a huge bull market in equities, while at the same time, you had bond yields going up. So you had a massive bear market in bonds, but a massive bull market in equities. And at a certain, at a certain point, that, that dog don't hunt. There's got to be a release valve. And usually that's the stock market coming down and coming down dramatically. Well, you combine that with the lack of dollar liquidity as a result of the collateral that these euro dollar banks had decreasing in value. What's the collateral? You guys know this. That's the treasuries. So if the interest rates are going up on the treasuries, the value of their collateral is going down. Well, they still need to supply the exact same amount of dollar liquidity. How do you do that with a lot less collateral? Well, at least the value of that collateral is a lot less. The answer is you can't. So there's just multiple levels where this dollar going up is impacting interest rates and that interest rate increasing, especially at the rate it has been, could be a trigger to a stock market crash, something very similar to what we saw in 1987 or 1929. So again, the fact that the dollar has gone down and if it goes down even further, past the 105.6, it gets down into 104, 103, and stays there for a reasonable amount of time, this is fantastic news. But if it bounces off this resistance level and goes back up to 106, 107, 108, that's when we've got some huge problems because the next point of resistance is all the way up around 112 or 113, which could make that feedback loop, that doom loop, that Luke was talking about even worse. All right, guys, we'll definitely be monitoring this very, very closely on this channel. So as always, enjoy the rest of your afternoon and we'll see you in the next video.